Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I'm your host, Tito, and let's go ahead and jump right into this. Um, Motivation Mondays, Monday Motivation, right? Um, It's a lot of stuff going on. There's uh, still, like, daily protest about um, systemic injustices across our country, we have a presidential race that is, you know, coming to an end. Um, we have all kinds of, uh, I mean, quote-unquote confirmed is what the media tells us and what our government tells us. But, you know, uh, everyone from Iran to China to Russia trying to interfere in our election. And to be honest, um, you know, I, I've expressed my political views on the people that are out there right now, and I'll say it again, I don't like either choice, right? Um, I won't feel too much better either which way. I'll just put it out there like that. Um, I think, if nothing else, um, our current president and things that have been going on, whether you agree or disagree with them, I, I think it's safe to say that we've never had a nation this divided, which, you know, he's in office. You know, he he has had an opportunity to do something about it or to perpetuate it or to use it as leverage to get other things done. And without saying what I think, I mean, I think you already know what I think. Um, it's kind of like if that was your boss and someone was in favor with your boss right and maybe you're outperforming that individual but your boss keeps giving them the benefit of the doubt keeps supporting them and acting like you're not there how would you feel how would you feel well that's how you know a good portion of this country feels right now so if you don't feel that way I beg of you to explore other realities which is going to kind of take us into our talk for the day which I I want to I want to put my finger to your pulse. I want to check on your emotional, psychological well-being. Because regardless what candidate you're backing, regardless whether you believe that there's racism in this country, regardless whether anything we got pandemic going on and whether you believe that's a hoax or it's reality, you more than likely know someone who's been sick or maybe even died, right? Um, you you know people that have been affected, right? Lost their jobs, maybe aren't making as much money, maybe had to take on another job or maybe got their hours cut back, whatever. People have been affected. We've all been affected. I have been proud as an American for my almost 48 years, um, probably more, 40 years of that, knowing that anywhere I want to go in the world, I could go 
Like I had the stinky, smelly fish rights of a fat American that with my golden passport that so many other people in other countries wish they could obtain, I could go anywhere. That's not true anymore. And you can say it's because of our president. You could say because of the way the government has handled this pandemic. But doors have literally slammed in our face, right? I know what it is to not be able to travel. I have family in, in other countries in, down in South America that wait 10, 20, 30 years to get a visa just to come visit, right? And I hope we as Americans don't fall into that. And I know you're probably going, damn, this ain't motivational. You need to shut the hell up. Well, I'm trying to paint a picture that there's so much more in play with what's going on in the world right now. Don't be so selfish that you only see how you feel. You only realize your reality. So let's talk about realities, right? So um, in reading through this book recently, and the book is called Fierce Conversations by Susan Scott. So in going through this book... Um, there's a number of things, but she really focuses on life, and this is your personal, your professional life, is really about relationships, right? And I think we can all agree on that. And um, relationships come down to conversations, right? Uh, yes, if someone's deaf or, or um, is abused, they can't talk, there can still be conversations written and, and sign language and everything else, right? But... The point of the matter is, is, is your relationships stem off of how you communicate with people. And that's why sometimes when people, let's just say, swear a lot, they tend to gravitate towards other people that swear a lot so that everyone's welcoming and understanding of that form of communication. Just like you probably wouldn't want to go and have a long conversation with someone who only speaks Russian and you don't speak Russian. Make it kind of hard, right? The point of the matter is, is you you develop your life, personal and professional, based on a series of conversations that lead into how your relationships are. She also touches on something that I've talked about before from another book called Integrity by Dr. Henry Cloud, which is your wake. So you leave a wake, right? Wherever you go, just like a boat, you leave a wake. She talks about it too, which I think is pretty cool. I use it all the time, but Basically saying, your conversations and your relationships with people leave a wake as well. And is it a choppy wake? Is it a smooth wake? Is it, is it, was that relationship something that people want to get back into? And you'll find this in your professional life, depending on what kind of job you're in and, and at what level. You'll find that sometimes people go and work somewhere else. And then when they're in a position to, they'll bring people that they worked with somewhere else, right? Why is that? It's because they left a good wake with that individual on both sides, right? The person who left probably had a good wake with the person that they're now asking to come work with them and vice versa. And so they're very like good with saying, yeah, I want to come work with you again. Yeah. And I want to work with you. I'm willing to offer you this cool. I will take it sometimes, even if it's less, because that's how good it was to work with you. Right. Same thing with friendships in your personal life, right? It comes down to conversations and relationships 
And there are certain people that you will go on a trip in a heartbeat, even if maybe it's not to your number one place you want to go. But because you're going with them, you know you're going to enjoy yourself. You know you're going to have some meaningful conversations. You know you're going to have some fun. So you do it. So something else that she brought up in this book, Fierce Conversations, was multiple realities. And I love this because I've talked about this a lot, but she made she broke it down into terms that I probably have used somewhat in the past, but it, it was nice hearing it kind of cleaned up in a book, which was basically this. Let's use this election. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, or maybe you're like me and you're like, you know what, I vote my heart and my mind is whoever's best. And sometimes you feel like I'm... My vote is wasted, but I got to vote for someone and it's going to be the lesser of two evils sometimes, which is how I feel this time around. But needless to say, let's say you're a a card carrying Republican, right? So you're a card carrying Republican. So you vote Republican no matter what. So here's the thing. For whatever reason, at some point in your life, you decided you were going to be Republican and then you decided you were going to be so Republican, you were going to carry a card to prove it, which who the hell cares if you have a card? I hate to say it because um, it's what you do, not what the hell you carried in your wallet. Right. But anyway, you got to a point where you were so whatever. And I'm just using politics because we got an election coming up that that's your reality now. Right. And this is one thing I hate about politics. They're absolute. And you guys have probably heard me say this before. I'm a big Star Wars fan, you know, and, and Yoda said it at some point in time, you know, or no, I'm sorry, Obi-Wan Kenobi said, you know, only cis deal in absolutes, right? And cis are the bad guys. So I love that because I 100% believe that, that um, you, you, not that you're necessarily a bad person if you deal in absolutes. But you're a closed-minded person, which means you could end up being really bad and not even realize it just because you're closed off to alternate all uh, realities or, or you know, worlds, right? So needless to say, um, if you're this Republican and you're a diehard Republican, then you believe in everything the Republican Party does. And this is my challenge, and I don't care. Switch it to Democrats, switch it to liberals, switch it to whatever, Christian, Muslim, whatever. If you 100% believe something to the point where nothing else can ever change that, what you got to understand is if, and I'm not saying whatever you believe in or whether you're a Republican, Democrat, or otherwise, I'm not saying that it's wrong. But what I'm saying is what if it was? What if it is wrong? What if it is 100% wrong? What if somebody really got you to drink the Kool-Aid and sold you a bad bill, right? How would you ever know if your mind isn't open? Once again, going back to Susan's book, Fierce Conversations, if you're talking with five different people, and let's say you're talking politics, maybe you got a couple of Democrats, a couple of Republicans, a couple of independents, a couple of whatever the hell's, right? Everyone has their own reality, what they believe in, right? What What's working for them, what isn't working for them, and it's probably based on their belief system, right? And the relationships that they have put together over the years based on those beliefs, right? So who's to say that your happiness, you, you and your reality, 
wouldn't be so much better if you changed your reality to one of those other people. Even though while you're talking to them, you might be going, ah, you're full of shit. I don't believe in what you're talking about. I think you're wrong. But the fact of the matter is, is you, you're closed off to even entertain it. And that's what I hate about what's going on right now. People are just so resolute in their positions. I mean, how can you be neighborly, right? We're all freaking Americans. It doesn't matter who's president. Guess what? Obama was president for eight years. He was a Democrat. But did he go around and disassociate from every Republican? No. Does that mean he bent to Republican will and terms and everything? No. Maybe sometimes, right? My point is, whoever's in office, they're the president of all the United States. And I'm not just saying that because Biden's been using it in in his uh, speeches lately, but it's true. We don't elect a president to only be president over their party, right? Because then what about all the people that don't have a party, right? So... Once again, you're probably going, how is this supposed to motivate me? Not supposed to motivate you in a pep you up. It's supposed to motivate you in the sense of get off of your freaking laurels and your freaking values and start questioning things, right? Most people know um, anti-Trump. I, th- I think he's kind of an ass as a person. I'm not saying he's not good to run the country. Don't mince my words. I really don't know. But from how he presents himself, how he speaks, how many times he gets caught in lies, literally damn near every time he talks, I don't trust the man. So even if he did something great, I'd be questioning it because of what comes out of his mouth, because of the way he treats people, because of the way he belittles people. He's an asshole to me. And that is him as a person, not as a president. He just happens to be president. So there you go. And it's not because I'm a Democrat or a liberal or anything else. I liked Ronald Reagan. I liked George Bush. I think they every once in a while said some stupid stuff and we were able to make jokes about it and everything else. But they embraced everybody. And when something went wrong, they held themselves accountable. And, you know, All politicians lie and everything. Don't get me wrong. It pisses me off. All these politicians, both sides right now, when they're asked the hard questions and they do the typical political dance around and not answer questions, God, it pisses me off. Um, I'd rather someone get up there and say, you know what, I do want to do this. And, you know, if I lose some votes, that's okay because at least I'm going to be transparent. Um, Hell, I'd run, but I really know I'd never get elected. So there we go. Anyway. So back to this multiple realities, right? I've asked a number of people that I know that that are Trump supporters to like explain, like, what has he done that's really positive? Can you talk about the things where he lies, you know, and just explain to me how that's okay with you? Because maybe I just don't get it and I need to accept some stupid stuff. Like, I liked Bill Clinton as a president. I hated that he tried to lie and backpedal instead of just coming straight out and saying, I did that with Monica Lewinsky. I hated that. Because aside from that, he seemed like a really great president to me, you know? So if people talking about the black money and uh, um, all this other stuff, that's in politics all the time. We all know that. 
but we at least want someone who gets up there and just, you know, speaks and doesn't make an ass of the country and themselves. But anyway, back to this multiple realities. We we need to really look at all this stuff because when when someone says black lives matter, whether you agree or disagree, right? Do you understand it first and foremost? You know, and then on the other side of the coin, when someone says no, all lives matter. Before, if you're a Black Lives Matter supporter, and you know, no, no filter, I am, and I, I think I get it now. I didn't get it before, but making it out to be a terrorist organization. If you haven't been advocating for the KKK and white supremacists to be listed as a terrorist organization, to try and say that about Black Lives Matter, yeah, I hate to say it. You, you need to look in the mirror and ask yourself why hate groups haven't been on your hit list and all of a sudden because blacks are getting killed on camera by police officers and other people uh why is that okay why does it not make you sick both ways not just one moment of silence for anyone who still don't get it your ignorance sorry and quite frankly um <laughs> don't need you listening to my podcast unless you're going to listen to try and educate yourself not that I'm the smartest person but I've been through a lot of crap and I get it Dave Chappelle said it really well you suffer I suffer we suffer but we suffer differently and if someone gets hit by a car it's not that we don't care if you get hit by a car but they got hit by a car let's go help them right if there's 10 houses on your block and the black family's house is on fire, black houses matter. But it's because they're on fire, not that your house doesn't, right? And when you're asking people, India, if you're listening by chance, great, great speech at the virtual conference. But um, this woman, India, said something that... Um, I get and I never really thought about but she said if if there are, are black people that you work with or that you're friends with and they're going through something because of some of the stuff that's going on in the world don't ask what you can do for them ask them how they feel and I thought about it and I was like that is so true because I tell people the same thing when someone tries to tell me what it's like to be incarcerated or they want to know how they can help, but they have no idea what I'm going through. So I could tell them how to help, right? I could say, you know, hire some people that are ex-felons. Great, but that doesn't paint the picture of what we go through. The stigmas that never leave. I'm, I'm you know, ten and a half years out of prison now. Um, got a decent career and a wife and kid and everything else. But that stigma is there. You know what I mean? I am not whole. I will never be whole again. Which I'm not saying is bad. But why make a sentence and then when you do the sentence, you're still not back to normal. Why not just leave me in prison then, right? I mean, think about it. It's kind of like if you owe money, when you pay that money back, 
your credit goes up, right? Because you did something and you did what you were supposed to and now you're you're in a better place. Well, it never happens for convicts. Military people, they go out and fight wars for us and go through some of the worst freaking mental and emotional breakdowns, you know, and come home and then can't get jobs or anything, just like us ex-cons. And people think by giving them some program where they can go and get a job that helps instead of dealing with the systematic problem of we need these warriors to go out and, and maintain our freedom. But we really don't give a shit about them. We just want them to go and do it, right? Kind of sucks. And I know you're probably like, damn, this is not motivating. What I'm hoping is that it motivates you to gain understanding. That's what this podcast is about. Go out and learn about someone else's experience. Go out and learn about someone else's reality. Go out and ask someone some questions. Say, hey, you're Latin. What has that been like? Because I'm not. Hey, you're white. You know, is there anything that's like different? Like, what is your experience like? And some people might go, you know what? I never even thought about it. You know, but we got so much shit going on in the country right now, in the world right now. I mean, over on the the African continent, there's they're protesting police brutality and getting shot and killed in the streets right now too. Um, it's it's just freaking crazy. It's crazy out there, and and we got Halloween next week, and we got Christmas and Thanksgiving, everything coming up. It's like we're still on pandemic mode. We got spikes of COVID nineteen everywhere. The world's a, a a freaking shit show right now. So, I want you to try to gain some understanding about what other people are going through, and understand whatever you're going through, people are going through it too. Maybe worse, maybe less, but we're all going through something. And to close out, aside from just exploring alternate realities, smile. Do something nice for someone. So I'll give you guys a quick story right before I close out here. But the other day, I don't I don't go to Starbucks a whole lot. I really just don't see the point in spending a lot of money, although I like Starbucks. So every once in a while I go and I treat myself, right? So I went and I got, got me my little cold brew with an extra shot on my way to work. And, I mean, as I'm leaving my house, I'm thinking, I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to treat whoever the hell is behind me in line, right? Now, i got a lot of stuff going on. Like, I've been a little stressed out because we we agreed to put our daughter in a very good school. It's very expensive, right? And we got other bills and stuff, and it costs us some money to move up here to Indiana and everything. So, it's been a little stressful that, you know, not put enough money back in the bank. So I always feel bad about spending money on coffee or something like that, right? And here I am telling myself I have to buy whoever's behind me's coffee. So as I'm in line, I order my drink, and I look, okay, I got a car behind me. There's one lady in it. Okay, cool. And what races through my mind? Stress. Why? Because I'm thinking, what if she's buying everyone in her office coffee? What if she's getting 10 sandwiches for a class that she's about to teach, you know? And I'm thinking this, and I'm going, oh, my God, what what am I doing? And then some just told me, you know what? You just do it. You said you were going to do it. It was put on your heart. Whether you want to say God put it there, Jesus put it there, freaking Allah put it there. 
it was put on my heart. So I said, you know what? I'm doing it. I don't care. So I pay for mine. I go, hey, I like to pay for the car behind me too. And the lady was like, oh my God, that's so cool. You know what? Uh, Let me get yours out the way. She goes, you know what? Ironically, she got the same thing you did. So I'll just charge you twice. And I was like, cool. All that stress went away. And I thought to myself, maybe that's why I was supposed to buy it. Because someone actually got the same damn thing I got. Right? So do something nice for someone. Do it without wanting anything back. It's not like I stopped and waved and waited for her to wave and thank me or anything. I just drove off. Right? So do something for somebody. Right? It'll make you feel better. But also, don't forget about your own mental and emotional well-being. There's a lot of crap going on in the world. Turn off the news. Turn off your damn notifications on your phone. Get some time to yourself. Do something that you like to do. Spend some time with some family. Right? Anyway, I'm sorry. This was a ramble as hell. But hopefully you got something out of it. I know I did because I got to run my ballot for 25 minutes. I love y'all. I want y'all to be safe. And when you go vote or whatever you do, I implore you to do it by your heart, by your mind, by your conscience, knowing that no matter how many people, loved ones, whoever, tell you and promote you to do this, that, and the third, if you do what you want to do, you might not have as big a circle of friends and family, but you'll have the ones around you that you need. I love you. Be safe. Wear a mask. Respect, love your family and friends. Grow personally and professionally. Add value to this planet because we don't know how much longer we got it. Anyway, be safe.